Welcome to Fridge Buzz with the Farrah Twins. For all things minutia. No subject too small, we talk about it all. We're twin sisters, bandmates, stay-at-home moms. And we decided, hey, you know what? We could do a podcast. Weather vibes. Today's weather vibe is um, schizophrenia. It's yeah. schizophrenic. Windy, sunny, rainy, gray, gloomy. So we still, we have to wear masks everywhere. I've been really, really tired lately because Pia's been sick. Not COVID. Yeah, she, you always got to make sure. Not COVID. Not COVID. She's got it. How long is that going to last? Where I don't we know. have to be like, I'm sick, but it's not COVID-19. Um, she has an ear infection. So she's been worse for wear the last week. So I'm, I'm, lo- I'm, uh, there's not a lot of sleep happening for me. So I take the girls to swimming lessons and it's a whole thing. Like there's signs on the door. You wear your mask, you know, you, they only want you to use the change rooms to go to the bathroom. Like they, you're in and out, right? Cause of all the COVID protocols. And I walk in and I, I go to the bathroom. I take them to the bathroom. We come back up. We're waiting for our thing to start. And it wasn't until about five minutes in when I heard the teacher say something about their swimming mask. I went, mask and I realized I wasn't wearing a mask oh so I kind of screamed oh my god I said oh my god I'm not wearing a mask that's a little embarrassing yeah I was like I was like embarrassed but also so surprised that I had forgotten like because it's you'd wear it everywhere in public now right any any place you go to yeah and the teacher looked over at me and said, I'm not wearing my mask. And I grabbed it from my purse and I put put it on. And I said, I'm so sorry. Yeah. Like I was felt really stupid and like, and she said, oh yeah, maybe I should have said something. It's like, you think? Yeah. So I think she noticed, but didn't, because yeah. I had gone in a few minutes early and taken them down the stairs to the bathroom. Did you say to her, I just, I forgot. I said to her, I, I screamed. The reaction to it was like weird. I wasn't even in ear, like I was way far away from them, but I, the reaction was just so dramatic. Yeah. Like I didn't wear a mask. You might die now. Yeah. Like it was just so dramatic. Yeah. And I just, I I couldn't believe I had forgotten to put on my mask. It's such a, it's such a thing. Here's a question for you though. Uh, Sean and I just had to go buy a dishwasher today. And during the transaction of buying the dishwasher, (laughs) just, just for anybody listening, (laughs) Stephanie has decided to close her eyes during my story. I'm just not sure how long this this, is going to be. And you know what? This is exactly how I get treated in my family. Nobody wants to hear anything I have to... Ew, that looks so wrong. I know what happened. (laughs) Your eyelid just turned inside out. You look like a zombie. Anyways, Stephanie just decided to close her eyes and and, uh, pretend to sleep during my story. Genuinely uninterested in what I'm about to say. It's such a burn. I just didn't know how long it's going to take to get to the point. The point is, his mask came down below his nose while he was talking. Sean's? No, the employee. Okay. And the salesman. My question to you is, do you tell this man, oh, above your nose. And I No, was talking, you don't, I was Court. talking with neighbors this last weekend. Oh, my gosh. And, they sa- and one of them said that uh, she always feels like saying, oh, just goes above your nose. No, that's goes above insane. Your nose. I would, if someone told me that, I'd be like, eat shit. I just stepped back. And I thought, well, Sean's vaccinated. He can be exposed. I, I stepped back. That's, that's absolutely ridiculous. Unless he sneezed at that moment. He kept kind of going like this. <clears throat> well, yeah, it's dry under the mask. Yeah. Like, we're still human but, beings. Okay, but here's the thing, Steph. It does go over your nose. Obviously, but it slipped as he's selling you an appliance. I know, like, but like, move it up. You don't tell him. You don't. Well, and I didn't, but I thought it. Anyways, that's my story. Thanks for sleeping through it. 
I was wondering if uh, if you could elevator pitch yourself to a new friend if if, if pressed. Like so an elevator pitch seconds? is like 30 seconds biography. We used to have to write them for our music. Oh, yeah, I hated that. Like identical twins, you know. The best is yet to come. Best slugging it out in the musical trenches. Mm-hmm. You, have, you have 30 seconds on an elevator ride. Now, imagine that's applied to making a new friend. What would you say to another person to uh, help them decide whether they'd want to be your friend or not? Elevator yeah. pitch. Okay. Go. Um, my name is Stephanie. I, th- I think you're going to laugh a lot if you hang around me. I think friendships take watering. It takes work. I usually have a lot of ideas of what we could do. Like we won't do any of it, but I'll like pump you up that we could like go here and do that. Go yeah, like vacation. depending on the level of our friendship is the information you'll know from me. Yeah. So if it's a very surface relationship, it'll always be light. It'll always be funny. It'll always be upbeat. And then if you graduate to like medium level or large level, it'll get deeper and deeper and deeper. Yeah. Okay. My elevator pitch is my name is Courtney. I have an identical twin. I'm a stay at home mom so I'm usually around if you ever need like you know some help I I don't kill spiders so don't ask me for that I'm very loyal pretty opinionated but you won't know it as long as we're just friends on the surface I I don't know I have to say I think you know it I think you'll know it okay I'm sometimes funny but definitely funnier when I'm around my twin sister elevates my hilarity I I don't like level jumpers so if perhaps you do it you uh, I'll cut you out but you won't know you've been cut out I make a lot of apologies I care a lot I'm really good at like starting a good time getting the crowd together I like doing that you like being a party mascot what do you think about this? OTG wars. The other day, me and you were having an OTG war. And OTG stands for off the grid. OTG, off the grid. And what it, Why would? what does that mean? It like means why? I'm not going to check my text. I'm not yeah. checking my phone. I'm putting it on silent. I'm I putting think, it away. I'm going off the grid. No, Don't talk to me. More specifically, it means I've had such a bad evening or such a bad day. Don't even think about get, having me reply. Yeah, but we. what me and you do is... We'll have OTG wars. So it's like, blah, 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 blah. We'll rant to each other and be like, I'm going OTG starting now. And then you'll text something and I'll respond to it. But I just said I was going OTG. So why am I responding to it? And then you say you're going OTG. And we basically have a war on who's going OTG. Can I just say, I usually don't pull that out until you've done it so many times that I'm like, guess what? I'm going OTG. Yeah, yeah. Like I don't automatically fire back with that. But when you've like made it evidently clear that you're OTG that day, I at some point, I snap and I go, you know what? Motichi. Yeah. And then the irony is about 15 minutes later, I'm like, okay, I'm back on grid. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's just, it's just to spite you. Yeah. It's so annoying. The intent of going OTG, at least for you and I, is to make that person understand the current disposition of your mind. It's, it's like, a- I am so busy and overwhelmed that I'm going OTG. Sometimes you would just text, you know, for example, Kate, I'm going OTG today as to as if to say, don't be offended by my absence via text. Are people offended by, if you don't respond yeah, right I away, do so. people get offended? I think some people, yeah. Do, do Depends you get on, offended? No, it de- from you, uh, not from other people. Um, if you don't text me back within a reasonable time, I definitely find it offensive. I think it depends on the level of your relationship. If I were to text a, a, a friend of ours, and didn't hear back in the day, I would not be offended. No. It just depends. It totally varies person to person. Yeah, that's right. Do you think sometimes you, you send a text to someone, a friend, family member, whatever, and you kind of, you can picture their phone usage throughout the day? Like mm-hmm. you, you've been around them enough to know their either phone is usually off and on silent and they forgot, or it's, they're one of the people, they're one of those people with the phone around them. So when you send that person a text and they don't reply, you're like, okay, read it. I know they did. Yeah. Do you ever find yourself assuming like, I know their life and this phone? Well, and- for like my husband. Yeah. <laughs> 
You're not even listening to my story. That's crazy. No, I am what listening. What are you doing? Nothing. Who's talking to you? No, nothing. Dad sent a text. <laughs> Fine. I'll allow it. Yes. Because dad texts. Yes. That, Only mom and dad. Yeah. If a parent texts, it's okay to rudely you look down. You literally were so rude. It was so rude. I'll just pretend I'm talking to your cat. Hey, schmoop. That's the only instance when it's either a child or a parent texting. Fridge buzz. Boring text of the week. Wondering what your most boring text of the week is. And can you read it to us? Well, it's probably from you. I figured. Um, I just sent you a text today. Crave is not updating my TV shows. I think if you hold your phone. Here's one. I thought I saw you drive by. (laughs) That's from me. Yeah. I hate like fur smells. Can you think of anyone you know who is a vortexer? A vortexer being someone where you get into a conversation with them, either even over text or in person, and you're like, I am stuck here. And even when you give them cues like, okay, well, like you kind of hear that, okay, that kind of inflection. (laughs) Okay. Or inflection. What's the word? Inflection? Or inflection. Inflection. Afflection? No, I'm going to look this up. Afflection. No, it's not afflection. Pretty sure afflection is not a word. Like there's different things you say to wrap up a conversation. Your internet is really bad. I know. So what you do is you (laughs) click, go to your general settings, click Wi-Fi, turn it off, then turn it back on. Inflection. It's the modulation of intonation or pitch in the voice. So yeah. So when I say to somebody... Okay, well, it was good to talk to you. I'm I'm wrapping it up. I'm putting a bookend on the conversation. Yeah. But a vortexer will hear that and skate right over it. By the way, the other word I think you were talking about was affli- affliction, which is uh, not it. Okay. Am I a vortexer? I don't think I am. No, I don't think you're a vortexer. No, no. I'm definitely not. No. No. Anybody listening, are you a vortexer? Think about that next time you have a stop and chat with somebody. Are you holding them on there too long? Um, are they in quicksand? Have you asked them about them? They perpetuate the conversation. Yes, yes, you're right. They they extend the life of a conversation that should have ended a while ago. Because again, they're not reading, listening or, to the signs. Or in turn, make it impossible to get out of the conversation. That's really more what it is, isn't it? It's like maybe maybe there's a hundred things to say about it and there's hours to talk about it, but you don't have the time or you want to get out or you want to talk to somebody else. They don't let you out. You're yeah. shackled by the vortexer. The vortexer. I we all know them. I I can think of a few right now. Who you, shall be renamed? Yeah. Who shall be? Re- Damn it. Who shall, shall remain, remain nameless. nameless? When you see them coming, or you know, see that vortexer, you almost have to allot the time. Just like how if you have a dog, um, they have to let the dog say hi to other dogs. Yeah. Like this, oh, this whole dog life. Yeah. It's a whole lifestyle. Like you yeah. can't just keep walking because the dog is pulling you in the other direction. And yeah. you need to, what you do, the solution to that is if you don't have time for that, is you look out the peephole and you wait till the coast is clear. Yeah. I guess you could and do that. that is when you leave. That That's what you could do. I often wonder what the conversations are like in those dog parks. Because it's forced, we, right? We need Kate for that. Yeah, because it's forced. You're standing there. We need Kate there. and Carly's opinion on that. It's got to be small talk. I mean, no one's telling you how they, they lost their job. Yeah, and it's like, it's like, for me, to get a dog, I mean, you're talking about small talk hell yeah, for me. For sure. Like, I just can't do it. For sure. I can't. I can't. I can't. Yeah. There's only, and I shan't. There's only so many different ways you can talk about how what crazy the weather is. No, I know. Back to the vortexer. I'm kind of thinking on it now. Perhaps over text, I'm a vortexer because there are so, so many times where I will text Cody and it's just, you know how like on an iPhone, it's all your blue messages. Mm-hmm. 
right? Like if like my messages are blue, yours are gray. Mm-hmm. So like I'll text code all this stuff mm-hmm. and, and like I won't get a response back because mm-hmm. he's at work, which is like, that's valid. Yeah. But if I look back sometimes on some days, I'm like, wow, I really am vortexing. No, I've got to tell you, i got to tell you, you're, you're, that's by definition, you can't be a vortexer. I'm an overtexter. You're an overtexter, yeah. but not a vortexer. For sure. I'll, I'll a write- vortex texter. You yeah. can't, because by definition, the, the thing about vortexing is not letting that person out of the conversation. But with text, you just don't have to reply. You know what the worst it's is? It's an easy out. Here's something. Here's the worst. Doesn't happen often now because like we don't have as much of a social life because we're at home with the kids. But do you remember when we were younger and like you'd go to parties and, and bars and, th- and events and things? And it would be worse if you got into a vortexer who was also drinking because then you're really never getting out. And you're like, this is my night. Fuck. <laughs> like you, you stand next to the wrong person. Oh, you're the, like, do you if know someone what? doesn't rescue me, I'm, that's it. Well, do you remember that used to happen all the time after shows? You'd be riding yeah. high off your show, whether it was good or bad. You wanted to like process what, what just happened. You know, maybe it was a bad show and you, you just sucked. So we would be playing shows and then you would get, you know, talking to audience members Usually somebody you don't know or, you know, just very, you know, an acquaintance and they vortex you and you're like, I just need to go get a drink or sit in the back and just come down from that show. Yeah. It's especially bad if you just got off stage and you have like singing breath. Yes. Yeah. Or, or just especially bad when you've had a bad show, when you sang bad. Yeah. And you need a moment to like recoup. And and yeah, you just, you you were vortexed and it was like, oh man, just please let me go. Let me go. Secondary embarrassment. Do you know what that is? Yeah, I have it every time I watch um, The Masked Singer. I think you've mentioned that before. So secondary embarrassment is like you can have it for a friend or someone in front of you or someone on TV. And they do something that just is so cringeworthy that you actually get red. Yeah. So that video you posted on Instagram this week of um, Molly Yeh and her husband on Girl Meets Farm. It's a a cooking show. And he's singing to her. Yeah. Um, And she's smiling. And and is there anything more embarrassing than someone singing right to you, looking at you? I I don't think. It's a horrifying experience to be in front row. That should be like at a haunted house. There should be a room where someone's singing right to you, face to face, singing, playing their guitar and singing to you. That is horrifying. Yeah. People who can't, who don't understand when to break eye contact. Yeah. How dare you? Yes. So we're getting vaccinated tomorrow. That's right. Yeah. Getting vaccinated. Getting back. Remember Polly Shore? I just thought of Polly Shore. Yeah. Vaccinated. How, how would he have said that? Uh-uh. Vaccinated. I think that's Polly Shore. I don't yeah. know. Remember Brendan Fraser? Yeah. No, vaccinated. Is it Fraser or Fraser? Brendan Fraser? Brendan Fraser. Brendan oh. Fraser. Son-in-law is was one of my favorite movies. Hold on. Let's get to the bottom of it. Fraser or Fraser? Is it Fraser or Fraser? Not sure. I'm not sure either. Uh I think I think Polly Shore's signature thing was buddy. Buddy. Getting vaccinated. What is that from? Uh pretty Gotta fly keep for it white separated. Guy? Yeah. What's that band called? Um Everclear? No. Wonder Clear. No. Everclear. No. Uh yeah, because they sing wonderful everything. That's not is the same what? band. No. You gotta no, you're right. Pretty fly keep, for a white guy is gotta not keep that. them separated. Who sings that? I don't know. Who cares though? Yeah, we're getting vaccinated tomorrow. 
kind of a big day. It's a very big day. You're going in the morning. I'm going in the afternoon. Yeah. And then there was this funny joke on SNL the other week when Elon Musk hosted. And they had this digital short of everyone getting together after vaccinations at this party in a house or whatever. One of the characters goes to Elon Musk's character talking about how she got her vaccinations. Um, And then you hear him in his head think to himself, oh, here we go. Now she's going to tell me how on the second dose she got a big headache. And then she goes to him, yeah, but you know, on the second dose, I had a headache for 24 hours. And he goes to her, I thought it was funny. He goes, he goes, that sounds like such a unique story you should tell everyone about. Yeah. Because you're almost hearing that as like, what were your symptoms after your shot? Yeah, but but that's just because it's new. I don't even mind that because it's new and the, the the that's fine. But what I get confused about is like, I have a headache right now. I always have a headache. So I, how is it discernible between a normal, like, that's what I can, I'm, I'm excited to find out, like, not excited, but you know what I'm interested to find out because I have, like, we have braces with that we change out every week and our we have constant jaw and and you know head headaches yeah um so it's like will i be able to tell or will it just be how i feel normally will it be worse or easier to deal with than the the the, the headaches i already get i'm just i'm just happy to get vaccinated buddy how do you sign off your emails? So is it like sincerely, comma, Stephanie underneath it? Is it best? Is it yours truly? Like, how do you do it? Or like regards? Yeah. How do you do it? And then also let's come up with some funny ways. I, funny things we could say instead. Yeah. I like if I'm writing an email to like the preschool or professional email, I guess I'll write sincerely. I say, take care. Take care. Take care. It's so false. Like you don't mean it. You take, don't really take, care if they take, take care. care. And then if you put an exclamation on that, take care. I think the exclamation at the end of like of your ending phrase is aggressive. Okay. I think yeah. it should be a comma. And I also think that you don't care if they take care. Yeah. Well, no, I do. I'm being sincere because I'm saying sincerely. Sincerely. It's yeah. Sincere so what are other be. what are other funny things? Like sometimes I just want to write best. I my like you know how your phone will write automatically sent from Stephanie's iPhone? Yeah. I change you can change that and mine says sent from the ether. Yeah, that's not that funny. What else could you do? Dad's should be sent from paradise. You could write sent from my toilet. <laughs> sent from my toilet seat. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. What about sent from here? Where is here? Sent from earth. Sent from here or there. Um, sent from somewhere. That's not as funny as toilet seat. Okay. But 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 what's another way to sign off? What would be funny? No, I maybe Mahalo Dankeschön. Like if you just all of a sudden started writing it in a different language, maybe. Yeah. Much. Love you muchly. What if you just wrote frustrated and tired, comma, Courtney? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Some, something like that. That works. I'll use that next time. Famous people at airports. Do you have any stories? Well, I know when we were flying to Nashville, we stopped over in Minnesota, I think. Minnesota. Oh, when we saw Elaine Bennis from Seinfeld. We saw, yes, we saw Julia Louis-Dreyfus. Yeah, she was walking by herself. She was walking by herself and she had glasses on. Do you remember? Yeah, yeah, I do. Yeah. And, um, And her hair was pulled back. In a in like a low bun, yes. And I I she I think you know we what? made eye contact with her. Yeah, and and we were like me and you were buzzing. We were with our friends Carly and Britt. Yeah. Did and they? Did they Car- didn't notice her, or maybe they did. I can't remember. But we were just like buzzing. We could not believe it. And I remember being so starstruck by seeing Elaine Bennis. Yeah. Like I couldn't. I agree. I'm not sure, aside from possibly Hanson back in the height of the obsession, 
I can't remember, or Patty Griffin. I can't, I can't remember being so starstruck by someone. Yeah, like I agree. You, you, you're so starstruck. You, there's no way you would stop them. Yeah. You can't even go there. I think she saw us like looking at her and having a reaction and she just kept going. Like, I kept think going. she noticed yeah. she was noticed. Yeah. But yeah, that was so thrilling. It was so thrilling. So thrilling. We were like, should we go back and get a picture? I mean, you always think oh, you I'm, should. I, but... I never have the guts to stop famous people. Never. Well, that doesn't it, matter. No, it doesn't matter if it's Hanson, Patty Griffin, Elaine. Like, I will never never stop them. I'm way too shy for that. I just, I'm more of like, I guess, I, I think in the way of like an opportunity, like do I, do I want to live with the missed opportunity? That's what drives me. No. But at the same time, it's like you're in an airport, like you're trying to get to your next flight or yeah. I don't know. It just stops someone in an airport feels like rude. Yeah. That was so thrilling. I remember, do you remember meeting Chris Isaac? Um, Does anyone remember Chris Isaac? I think you, you were with Christina. No, we were with oh. Carly, like Kate, Carly, Greg, and Steen. No, I don't I don't have a memory of him standing in front of me, but I'm sure he was there. I didn't care as much about Chris Isaac as you did, though. Oh, okay. So there was a time where I was so into Chris Isaac, yeah. and he had that show. We're, going, we're all getting on a plane to meet mom and dad in Hawaii. So it's Greg Carr. So our sister Carly, her husband Greg, Kate... Me, you, and our French Dean. Yeah. We're all getting on a plane and meeting How mom and dad. How fun is that? It's so fun. Yeah. Um, and I, I believe this is the trip that Greg was planning to propose to Carly, which he did. Anyways, so we're, we're right at the front ticket line when you first get to the airport. So you haven't checked your bags yet. You're just checking in. Yeah. And I remember looking over seeing Chris Isaac and me and Steen could not believe it. We could not believe it. And we were, Kate was so nice. You know, she knew we were obsessed. So she got out her little notepad and, and pen. She's like, go get him to sign this. Uh-huh. So we wait till we get through and we kind of wait for him to get through to the other side. So, so we kind of stop him there. And he was really, he, I think he welcomed it. Honestly, yeah. like it was a good experience. He signed something for myself and, and Steen. I think I still have that autograph. And he drew a little picture of himself, like a little caricature. That was that was thrilling as well, yeah. and we were buzzing after that. And actually, we were late to board the plane. Do you remember that? No. I just thought of another famous person. This was a big one. This is this is like twenty years ago. So yeah, so this is when Survivor was the biggest reality show out there. Yeah, and we saw Jeff Probst. Yeah, that was exciting. It Jeff was Probst, huge. Man. It was like you Jeff guys, Probst. there's Jeff Probst. There's a good cat named the, Probst. He wasn't a contestant. He was like the host, the of, host the show. of the show. Yeah. Fridge Buzz. Fridge buzz.